0: Welcome to RCS, or known as Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. We're at Drivers Club. Oh, it's weird. It was really weird coming here today because yeah. we haven't been here because of uh, all the protocols and things like that, And which it's been kind of nice because there's so many new things that have shown up here. <laughs> like
1: Yeah, it was like a whole new showroom tour. Yeah.
0: I love it here. Which is, I mean, really cool. Uh, if you don't know, um, Ferrari Seattle has moved in <laughs> pretty much. They've, they've taken over where Metropolitan is, and there's a whole bunch of new toys here, but... It's uh, it's been I can't think of the last time I was here like my dad's here all the time like yeah. he still has meetings and stuff like that but we just because of mass gatherings and things like that you know we sort of held off and we found we found a place but you know we, it's fine it's <laughs> at the tavern so I've yeah. dropped
1: in a few times but man it's, it's nice to be back it's such a beautiful environment here you can't there's nothing else like it around here that's for sure or anywhere. Yeah. I feel
0: like most of the times I'm dropping in, it's like I'm driving home and I go to the bathroom, so I'm just stopping yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> nice, clean, private yeah, bathroom. Exactly, yes. You know. So <laughs> <it's just laughs> I, I can't say I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Damn. We're brought to you by Avance Haggerty Carter Subaru, America's Automotive Trust, and our good friends at Grio's Garage. Yeah. They helped us out a lot this past weekend.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. If you don't know that, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit in the, in the future, but Avance had their 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 first uh, off-road, Avance Off-Road session of this year. Yeah. And they're going to be doing them at least once a month. I think they're going to do two next month. But it was a lot of fun. That course is a lot of fun. We got to introduce the world to the new uh, Rain City Supercars uh, tent. which um, giant 10 by 20. It's very subtle. I love it. We bit off more than we could chew on that one. <laughs> Dan yeah, and I, had, uh, you know, we probably should record this conversation. Dan and I had a conversation months ago and said we need a tent, and we said, "Oh, ten by ten, that'll be great." But well, we should probably do ten by twenty. I mean, that that'll be enough to put a car it's under. Not that it. Much more, it's not that much more. If The price makes sense. You know, uh, it'll be you know, it's it probably just as easy to set up as a ten by ten, right? It so is not. It turns out Nick and I are both terrible at math. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> and twenty that feet is to do with the tent. very large. Yeah, it's very very large. So looks bigger in the photos or smaller in the photos, I should say, but. Uh, it was a lot of fun, kind of getting out there, and uh, we were obviously out there with um, with Adam from Avance and his Avance tent. So it was, uh, which is kind of cool because sa- it sounds like the uh, uh, Avance off road is going to grow. There is going to be a bunch of sponsors coming in, and
1: yep, yeah, out at that Dirt Fish lot was great. We had some. Uh it was fun to see everybody just go for it, man. There was so Grios of course gave us a product to hand out as uh as prizes for what we chose. Mm-hmm. And we had a full car care kit, uh much like the one you'd get if you're an Avance member for signing up, which is a fantastic kit, at least a hundred dollar value. It's actually quite a bit more than I think. It's like hundred and thirty when you retail it out. Yeah. And a uh foam pressure washer sprayer.
0: I had a hard time giving
1: that away. I know I really I'm wanted to. That. <laughs>
0: that, like, that was a tough one. I was like, Guys, yeah. like here's a prize. I'm like, yeah, I award this to myself. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, but the exclusive car care provider of Rain City Supercars stepped up to the plate and made some people very happy. We had a Jeep that started. It came white,
0: and I, I think that's how Dan goes. I think we're going to give that Jeep the prize. And I go, oh, the the brown one. And Dan goes, no, it's white. And I went, oh, okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. It was okay. really really fun to watch. A lot of mud, and I'm sure people are still cleaning their vehicles. I uh, think Clark's with us tonight. I think he, he washed his three times before he even got home, and it's still he's still pulling bark out of the bottom of his raptor. Much oh, like
0: our our time, I had to do a ton of cleaning. I went over to my folks' house yesterday and did some cleaning. My dad came out and brought their Land Rover uh, Discovery Sport. And oh yeah, it needed, I, I went through some Griot's products yesterday, so let's say that. So <laughs> it's it's back to normal now, but I I went through it. So yep, yeah. So I've been car shopping again. <laughs>
1: Good. Not to get rid of the Raptor. Let's no, put that I've out there. I'm not going through the Raptor already. <laughs> well, you're down to one car. Yeah, right we're down now. to one car right yeah. now, and so it's uh, we're looking for an R8 and mm-hmm. V10 plus. Okay. And thought I found a really nice one. Found a really a, a really every spec right. It's a Zuka gray, black with red stitching. Every option loaded. Twenty. They hear a butt coming. Yeah. Oh, there's a big <laughs> butt coming. Uh, so there's 22,000 miles on it. Still under warranty. Verified that all the services are up to date. Yeah. Let's talk about red flags when buying a car. Okay. So, I think we've talked about this before, so I'm going to throw in a different Carter Subaru tip of the week, but this could live on its own as almost an episode. I messaged the seller, and I'm using this app called Tread. It's an extension of cars.com. It's like they're, I don't know what they're trying to do with it, honestly. It just kind of made everything more difficult. I think when it comes to financing, it probably makes it easier looking at how it's set up. So I talked to the guy, um, he's got a car on it and it looks fine, right? But it's got carbon ceramics and it's, so I asked the standard feature, the standard questions, if you're looking at any supercar that everybody should ask, how are the brakes if it's got carbon ceramics, because that's either they're fine and they're perfect or it's an additional $20,000 you didn't plan to spend minimum. Does it have paint protection? And can I see the impact areas of the car? Quarter panels under the front end, front front edge of the hood and the mirror caps, because yeah, like any car, and if I'm going to spend a hundred plus thousand dollars on a car that I have to go fly to go get, I kind of want those things, duh. Let alone driving
0: home, you want all those things, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so, and if, and if a car with twenty two thousand miles doesn't have PPF on it from the beginning, it's, it's probably sandblasted anyway. Yeah. It's too late for it, so which is an odd thing not to do on a car like that. But well, I have to. If you're
0: going to spend that much money on a car, spending a couple extra grand to put
1: yeah yeah to save your investment, it's a pretty oh. good idea, right? So he says, no, no track time used for the weekend only. I'm going to read this verbatim because you, everybody had the same response. Wait,
0: wait, did, did a little old lady only drive it to the store?
1: Yeah, used for weekends only. Car has been fully serviced by Audi Valencia, which was verified on the Carfax. Right. And uh, I had a friend call in and verify the car was in, had been fully serviced. So I was like, okay, that's good. Uh, no PPF. He goes, you're more than welcome to come see the car in person, uh, fo- but the photos provided should suffice. The photos on this car are professional photos, which means they've all been uh, photoshopped.
0: Oh, how not, nice.
1: Not in a bad way, not like modified, but like when you, when you professionally shoot a car, you do a lot of light touching and things like that, so it looks perfect. So the photos are completely inadequate because they don't represent the car. They represent the car under perfect lighting, under the perfect circumstances, looking fantastic. Yeah. And I also noticed that in one of the photos, the odometer was like 7,000 miles, and the car is 2,200 now. Oh, so they're older photos. So they're much older photos. Uh, but for, they'll suffice. Just give me the money. I said, I'm in Seattle, or I'd love to come see it. I said, can I just get some close-up of the hood edges, the bumper, and, and uh, the impact area? So the car looks really clean, of course. I just don't want to make sure I don't fly down there and find out I need to respray the front end. You know? He goes, the car is normal wear and tear. If you want a pristine car, buy a new one and not a used one.
0: Ooh. And the attitude starts. Yes. So I was like, So okay. he's stressed and needs to sell this car. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> if you've ever, I just told him, I was like, dude, if you've ever looked at Bring a Trailer in your life, If you know anything about cars, you know that's not an answer that's going to work for me. I was like, never mind. So red flag number one, if somebody's not going to send you more additional photos of a car, that car is not going to look like what you think it's going to look like when you get there. And if you oh, really want to know what it looks like, and if the seller gives you attitude, <laughs> yeah, then like the opening sentence, run away.
0: Yeah, that that
1: that, that, aggr- that
0: got that, that escalated quickly. I said,
1: I don't know where the attitude's coming from. but I said, but if you've ever looked at bring a trailer in your life, you know what car photos still look like. I said, I said, never mind. Have a wow. nice day. And then that was pretty much. I just walked away from it. But I'm working with a couple other guys to find another one. But. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, So hmm. if anybody is looking for an R eight V ten plus and they find a really nice Suzuka Gray one in California, you better have somebody go there to look at it and give you a full report with a really good camera because I don't trust that seller Junior w- A, whatever. I wanna know if we is. know
0: if any if we know anybody down there. I wanna see that car.
1: I know, I wanna know what's like, up with that's it. That's
0: really what I want
1: to know. How much like, tread is yeah. on the inside of the wheel wells, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Exactly. guarantee just oh. drove it on
0: the weekend I to park- the track. I parked <laughs> it under the back end of an F three fifty. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. Yeah. That hood's supposed to crinkle back like that. Yeah. So nice. Anyway. Well, that sounds like a wonderful, fun time. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it was It was more entertaining than anything else. I was like, oh, this is going to the show. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Bad sellers. Yeah. But your Carter Super Tip of the Week, totally different. Guess what happened to me? Uh, You'll never be shocked what happens to my cars
0: all the time. I, uh, <laughs> there's so many good answers. I are not right? appropriate. But, yeah, what happened to you, Dan? You got a rock chip in the F1. Oh, uh, the okay. Well, that was... <laughs> Which, if anybody knows, I went through
1: two two windshields in the 911 in three months. So, I just, yeah.
0: This took you a while.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We got 7,500 miles on it. I got a nice, giant rock chip directly in my line of sight. (laughs) Just on I-90. Not doing anything. Just driving I-90 because that's falling apart. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. um, So, if that happens to you, this one was actually fixable. It was a big one, about the size of a dime. But uh, I took it, I was able to get it same day to Novus was the only place that was open. Because they're open until 6, which most places close at 5.00. So it's was like, I just need it filled because I don't want it to crack. And sure enough, I got it in. It sells a small speck. But one of the things you can do uh, right now is one of the worst times to get it, especially if you park inside, because that heat fluctuation is what causes the glass to crack. But if you're in a pinch and you can't get a place into a place the next day, lightly clean the windshield. No pressure, just real lightly. Even if it's a little bit dirty, that's fine. And take some tape and put it over the top of that. Get that contamination. That will usually stop it from spreading just long enough to get it to fixed the next day.
0: There are some kits you can get. Like yeah. Some, like some fix-it kits. like like. An, um, I've seen them at Shucks and stuff, and I, I yeah. think they're better than nothing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah
1: the, you have to drill in, which is usually when they crack. If you, yeah. This is when they start to drill. And even he told me, he's like, this might crack. If so, he's like, what's your deductible? <laughs> like, yeah. Don't worry, you're fine. Just do what you can. If it cracks, it cracks. I understand. But uh, yeah, so you can actually go to most of these glass places too. Safe Light, Novus, any one of the big chains, they'll actually give them to you. They're just these little stickers that you put over a crack, and they're the exact size of what they can fix even. So it's a round circle, and if it's bigger than that circle, you pretty much need a windshield. If it's smaller than that circle, you can stop it from spreading, and you can just throw it in your glove box and forget about it and just put it on your windshield. Just go in, ask for them. They're usually free, and there you go. And that'll stop you from needing a windshield sometimes. So I've I've got them in my glove box, of course, now. And it was one of those things that I've been meaning to bring up and do forever because I go through so many windshields. <laughs> and so that's your Carter Schubert tip of the week. If you can, stop any glass place, get those little tabs that might save you from a windshield.
0: Be prepared, it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 So, being
1: back, we ha- do have a guest this week. And he knows a thing or two about cars. Yeah. Uh, and Audis, especially, <laughs> but other cars too. Our guest this week is Justin Osmer. Justin, you've worked with Forza, you've worked with every major awesome thing under the sun related to forza as well and done a bunch of other car stuff you've got a bunch of great outies and one in particular you drove tonight stole the show it's and everybody who listens to our show is probably really envious right now it's
0: Justin, the first one i've seen
1: it's the first one i've seen yeah. i've seen actually it's the first one i've seen of close i've yeah. seen a couple driving by there's a white one in Avance. i've seen photos but uh your rs6 is to just drool worthy in every way
2: well thank you very much and thank you so much for having me yeah. pleasure to be here I saw Hot Wheels on the
0: on the on the resume. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, start right uh, with Right that. off that, like what did <laughs> you do with Hot Wheels?
2: <laughs> well
0: uh, uh, I'm sure. Tell us about you and Hot Wheels. Like yeah. I was going I told Dan, I go, the only way his resume could get better is if it said Legos at the bottom. That's it.
2: <laughs> well, I worked with them a little bit too, but I, I okay. don't get any credit for it. Um, Hot Wheels, uh you know, i am very fortunate. I surprised you with this, sorry, but yeah. Dream dream job, right? Okay. So five year old Justin playing with Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars and really getting into it and doing car chases and all that kind of stuff and watching all the movies (laughs) and doing the whole thing. And then fast forward, kind of pinch myself, I have a job in cars and get to play with cars all yeah. the time with Forza. And my role there before I left was managing the partnerships, and Mattel and Hot Wheels was one of our major partnerships. So and it's Barbie so, or Hot
1: Wheels, you went with Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: so it started as Barbie's on her way out. <laughs> can we bring in Hot Wheels content into the game? Yeah. you know, and help get you know Hot Wheels fans you know excited about driving the bone shaker in forza for example oh, we were thing. oh we yeah. were i was there <laughs> yeah i waited for that yeah. i was like it's coming and there's yeah. the track's going to
0: be yellow or orange and it's going to be awesome and there's going to be loops <laughs> yes yeah. 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 yeah so that was
2: a ton of fun yeah. you know working on that and, and it started simply as just can we get their logo officially into the game and let people make up liveries and do all of that and then it progressed to the car content and all that and then on the back side of it transition into a licensing opportunity for us to then put some actual physical stuff on the store shelf so you get the Forza edition set of cars that are based off of the cars that are in the game oh yeah so you get you know a great visual on the card of the of the car that's from in game you know a track Oh, I've got or Horizon, I got the Bone the Shaker. I got
0: the Senna. I, got yeah. I forgot the other one. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it's and they're fun. So. That's half the fun, actually. I think of Hot Wheels, is, especially as an adult, is going out there and hunting down these cars yeah. and, and finding the special edition ones. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And
2: then we were part of their Legends Tour, you know, which, oh, unfortunately, yeah. with COVID, it's gone digital now. But we were with them for two years doing that, which was super cool. You know, they ho- hosted it up at uh, in Walmart up north. Yeah, in Burlington the park, and Walmart. Walmart. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And uh just cool collection of stuff. And I had the chance to go see the finals at SEMA in Vegas and just the crazy stuff that people build and bring in and really cool to be a part of that too. So that was that was a ton of fun to just see that.
0: People that build Hot Wheel cars before Hot Wheels even thinks of them. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and then the Hot Wheels facility, you know, it's it's like here, you know, a kid in the candy store, you know, you walk in and there's just these walls. Of Hot Wheels and all these collector ones, and you start learning about the collector side of it too. It's just fascinating how people just hunt and hunt and hunt and hunt for these special editions or these one-off ones that have little special markers on the package that a normal person wouldn't realize. Treasure hunt cars. I, saying, I nope. bet you that's yeah. taken
1: off online during COVID. Everybody's at home, and they're like,
2: "Hmm, yeah,
0: hunt down that car." Yeah. Well, big thing now, like, and I've watched a bunch of these, people get, and I don't know how they do it. Even being a collector. They get full cases, like they they'll they'll get yes, like, they, and you have to basically show up at Just your like Walmart or your Target, yeah, like the the second they put them out, but you and you get a full case. It's got the full run in it, yep. and there's the treasure, the super the treasure hunt, the super treasure hunts, things like that. Yes. So. Yeah, you're kind of an
1: expert on this, aren't you? I,
0: I yeah, I have close to three thousand Hot Wheels. <laughs> do you really? I do. I did not so know it was that many. Yeah. So
2: he's one of these yeah. crazy collectors. Yeah, it's not. About, but I, I like you know I, you know I, all I, about
0: it. Well, it's it's got to the point where I had to I had to set up an Excel spreadsheet for myself because I'd go to the store and I'd be like, Do I have this? Like, <laughs> so I had to look at yeah. There's, yeah. it's 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 gone. Then I started thinking, well, I only spent a dollar
2: on these cars. I'm like, oh, that's still three thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: Over time, that's so, yeah. fine.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, it always amazes me you can get them anywhere too. At Safeway. It, that's my it's problem is, safe. is
0: I'll be at Safeways or like QFC, and I'm like, well, I might. Have, and I'm the only. I'm the big guy digging through the toy bin. Like, yes, I got my string cheese and my Hot Wheels <laughs> and my, my yes. Snapple tea. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, that's what was crazy up at the event up in Burlington. The Walmart there, seeing the the hardcore people go to the barrels, yeah, and empty the barrel yep. into a grocery cart, yeah, and check every single one, one, and then dump dump it back in. I was like, oh my god, these those guys barrels are, are really I, into it.
0: I'm not a, I'm not a huge collector like that, but those barrels are dangerous because the, the cards get dented, and everybody it's, right. it's very hard to store those things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know about my Hot Wheels collection because there's there's giant bends under my bed and. As good of friends as we are, I don't have you in my bedroom a lot, Dan. That's, That's true. That's why. So That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's
1: take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about how you got started and the road to where you are now. We'll be right back.
0: We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars.
1: And we're back. So, I was reading, and
2: your first word was car-car? According to my mom, we were <laughs> driving down the street, wise and I was in woman. the back seat, and I pointed out the window and said car-car. And she was pissed it wasn't mom or mama, so... Priorities. Yeah. It so worked I've out been okay. Kind of hooked ever since. And I, it, I blame my dad for it and give him all the credit. Um, he was the guy with the BMW 320i with the toothbrush out cleaning the wheels, you know, and the whole thing. And I kind of got hooked on it. Flashbacks uh, so from ran- my childhood. Yeah. I'm like, yeah.
1: There's yeah. so many random toothbrushes in my garage too, yeah. for exactly yeah. that. And I'm like, this one's used up. Throw it away. No, I need that. <laughs> yes.
2: That's right. <laughs> Don't brush your teeth with it anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Valuable detailing tool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so just been really hooked ever since. And I uh, was fortunate enough to you know, join Microsoft and saw the Turn 10 group over there and kind of put my eyes on them and spent a few years navigating to work my way over there and started in the marketing group and uh, supporting the studio and then had the chance to move down to the studio and be part of the partnership and business team. And it was, uh, it was great. So yeah, it worked out a okay good job. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Had the chance to see a lot you know the question i get all the time is well did you get to drive the senna and did you no i never get to really drive much um but i have seen some amazing things you know and sat in the clay buck of the four gt and sat in the senna before it was ever released to the public and you know you get to see these really cool manufacturing facilities and all these different different companies and the way they work it's just well, it's crazy cool stuff. But you, at the time, you can't talk about it, you know, and, and can't take any pictures. And, you, can, you know, so you just got to kind of ice it in your memory and uh, just remember it. But it's, uh feel very fortunate. It's been the fun. experience is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. I remember
0: we through exotics and things like that, and I don't know who it was. Somebody, we were, the P1 had just come out or had been out for a little while. And somebody goes, "Oh, we're never going to get one of these here." And somebody goes, "There's sit- there's one sitting in the lobby at at, uh, <laughs> yeah. at turn 10. And I'm like, "What do you mean? It's, well, it's not real, but it's still sitting there." Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. it was such this like this little gym hidden away up in there. Like, yeah.
2: Well, did, did Alan tell you the story of that? You guys know the story of the P1. I, I know that he 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 mentioned
0: something about it. We were, we were talking about because this was when we had him on the ninety he he had his he had just gotten his G t and he, the nine one nine was sitting there and then they had yeah. the p one yeah but the p one was sitting up there for a while what what's yeah, well got? well the p one's yeah.
2: been been with them uh for a long time because when we launched it on the cover of forza i guess that would have been five yeah forza five motorsport five yeah i think so um yeah that's right yeah um that was the cover car and at the time there was only one it, existing in the world their show car that they were using and but we needed one part of our arrangement with them was okay we'll have the real one at e3 but then we need another one to take around the world to all these other game shows and all these other promotional things that we need to do to launch the game and they said well you can't have the one because we need that to go back and do more testing with <laughs> it and it. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but why don't we why don't we build you a model so yeah. they essentially commissioned that for us and and then we sent it around the world and then after it was done with its tour of duty it landed in Redmond and been in the studio's uh, lobby ever since.
0: I mean, Forza has been ahead of the game. I mean, I think that You know, you guys blew the world away with, you know, when you didn't have a a partnership with Porsche, and then, you know, all of a sudden the GT2 RS comes out, and you've got one on stage at, was was it E? That was E3. E3. That was incredible, like, I mean, as far as the partnerships that have come out of that, like, and obviously you've had a big part of that, right, working with these companies, so. How did, how did you go about that? Like, is it, was it something that when you went into Forza that you knew you wanted to be in the marketing side of things? or?
2: Yeah, my background was marketing and public relations, so I always had sort of that bent on things. And had the chance to, I, was, I worked on Halo and Alan Wake and a bunch of other games. And then had the chance to work on Forza. And kind of once I got a toe in there, I was like, oh man, I want it. Like, I'm never leaving. leaving. Yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> fortunately, I was able to, to stay with it. You know, it was not uh, in, this, in the beginning, it was not the easiest thing in the world because we were a very small team at the time. Fortunately, the franchise has grown now, so there's a lot more support behind it. And people have realized the, the value it can bring to Xbox. But really transitioning over to the partnership side, it was really all about trying to help the partners get the most out of working with Forza and the audience that that gaming audience can bring to the manufacturer because they really see the game as the sort of modern-day poster on the wall. So it's like if we can get our car in the game, it gives these kids something to aspire to, and and, uh, and that's a huge marketing opportunity for them. And at the same time for us, it just brings that association to Forza and Xbox with these great marquees that then can be a part of what we're doing.
1: Yeah, it's funny because we've had this conversation with, I forget which guest we had, who was talking about car values. And you you covet the, the car you covet is usually the one you had on your wall when you were a kid that's yeah. really- dri- it's funny how much that drives market value too yeah It's like you wait now we're seeing the generation that uh, had the the uh, we're just what is it we're just past the Coches now we're into the Murcielagos Lagos and things like that. They're old enough, and they have the money now, so the you look at the values of those things they're through the freaking roof, yeah, and yeah. same with all the the older nine elevens backdating nine elevens things like that there's all these markets are determined literally by the poster you had on
0: your your wall when you were a kid, yeah. It's well, really and funny. And yeah, and they've got Forza posters now. Exactly. And, yeah. and a lot of people don't, and I think, don't give the credit to Forza on the fact that they came out of the market with Gran Turismo and nobody knows about Gran Turismo anymore. Like, I think that's something they were the well, underdog. Yeah,
1: they do, but it's yeah. Gran Turismo basically dead. Well, in that's the my eyes point. Media. Like, they've come you in and med- it's like, yeah. who? No, wait, I
0: don't know about that and any They're They're still big, but they're yeah. not Forza big. No, that's not my even point. More, not yeah, even close. they, they yeah. came in and took them down. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. we
2: were fortunate enough to bring in the second game in Horizon, and that allowed us to launch a game every year. Yeah. And that yeah. cadence, you know, Gran Turismo just couldn't keep up, right? So we were always in the market, and that helped a tremendous amount. And, you know, our design team always had this sort of mantra that we only needed three cars in the game. We needed the car that you first had, like, a memory of. Maybe you drove it to Homecoming or it was your dad's car that you thought was cool or whatever. Then we need your current car or a car that you might get next, you know, a year from now or something like a Subaru, you know. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know. when
0: you guys put the Trying Triumph TR3 in there, I was I was there you through go. the moon. There you go. So, yeah. And then the third
2: car is that what's shot yeah. dream car. Yeah. So if we get those three cars in the game, Everybody should be satisfied, and so that's why the car list is, you know, I think over a 1,000 now.
0: Makes perfect sense. So. One of our best memories is uh, Dan had come over to my house one night, and I, was, I played the game for a long time. I loved it, and I built up a bunch of credits, and we had a few beers, and we we're having a good time. We we're playing. I woke up the next morning, and we had spent like $35 million on cars. I had all of these cool cars, and I'm like... What the? I was like, <laughs> we didn't even leave the apartment. Like there was pizza and there was beer. Like where'd all this? Like, 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 and I didn't even realize that. Like you know, but then I'm all, I'm also the guy like in my Forza Horizon account right now. I, I I just went over 130 million worth I've been I've been selling cars and Ooh. well yeah it's <laughs> it's it's kind of a secondary market. People get in there and the, you, these cars are released and then they're they're hard to find and people aren't yeah. putting them on the markets and it's like. The Huracan Performante was really hard to get a hold of for a while. It's just, it, yeah. it, you, you kind of think of yourself as like, well, I don't have these cars in my garage, but I'm trying to get, acquire one in the game. and. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and what you were talking about earlier t- too, Dan, that one of the best stories was McLaren told us a story at the dealership where a father and son came in and the son knew more about all the cars in the showroom <laughs> than the dad did. Love it. And the son actually helped the salesman sell dad a car because he played it in Forza and he knew all about it. And so with those types of stories, we heard all the time from our manufacturing partners and that sort of legitimized them wanting to be involved with us.
0: So. I know people that didn't know where the start button on a Sena was be, but they, <laughs> they figured it out from doing Forza was it, uh, Vista what's it called where you can get in
2: the car the Forza Vista, Vista yeah. like like yeah. that's
0: how they knew like where the start was like I had no idea how to open the doors or anything it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> that's really, that was yeah. groundbreaking too when you guys started doing that that yeah. was really cool in the fact that you could get into a car and actually virtually yeah. sit in a car that you'd never seen before so yeah it yeah. is a
1: virtual yeah. showroom yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess it's intentional in a way which is great for the for the Partners of Forza, but it's also yeah. great for the for the user, the player.
0: Yeah. Well, Dan, really Dan and I were talking about it a couple episodes ago. We were actually here, and and the, the cars got brought over from Forza over to here for a little while when the Koenigsegg was here with the the record oh, yeah. car yeah. and the, and the Yesco, yeah, the Yesco. And, the, yeah. and the fact that that just got released in the game a couple weeks ago, and I'm like. I, I was there, like I watched and scan that car, yes. in, like you know, yep. in the parking lot. Yeah, so. it's always fun to, <laughs> yeah. to
2: to be a part of those moments, right? You yeah. Absolutely. See it, and then it shows up in the game.
1: I don't think any photo set we've ever posted had more FOMO from people ever. They were like, "Where are you?" <laughs> yes.
2: Well, and it was crazy how quickly it spread too, because we, usually we don't do those kinds of things out in the public. Yeah. But the yeah. way that happened, it just was, that was the parking lot, and we ended up doing it. And, and, and lo and behold kids started showing up with the camera phones out of nowhere oh yeah yeah. word spread very quickly they all followed people they all followed them here too like
0: that was yeah they're like where's
2: there a gate (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) i I actually i actually thought it was cooler as i watched that car go around the world with koenigsegg after that going yeah i've sat there yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's right that's right i I know how that steering wheel works it's okay
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: what was your first car
2: the first car I owned, back to your some of your lessons in car buying, but I'll throw one at you. Okay. Never buy a used car at night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, would, I had uh, money burn into my pocket, and uh, it was in college, so I didn't have my own car until I was in college. So in mm-hmm. high school, I was bumming my parents' cars the whole time. Um, loved my dad's Volvo Turbo Wagon. Had some, oh, that's cool. Got in some trouble in that. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, first car I actually bought and owned uh, for $3,200, which I think I overpaid, was a Mazda GLC. GLC? Uh, a, it supposedly wagon? it stood for a Good Little Car. It was a sedan. I can see Mazda naming it. Silver. I think it was an 83. I, and, I think I can picture it. Okay, and uh, I bought it at a dealership, which also was a mistake. That car, that old, and everything. I should a yeah, yeah, private okay. private owner should have done that. Know, it. Uh, but that was my first car, manual. <laughs> yeah. And then the next morning, I'm walking around, and the silver was like all patinaed and weird. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, this is a mess." But that was my first car, and learned how to wrench on it. You know, my my stepdad taught me how to change out the alternator and do all that kind of stuff with it. So. Um, Yeah, but it was – I had the four-door. Okay. I'm literally literally Googling it right now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Standard early 80s Japanese sedan. Yes, not the best-looking car. Oh, yeah, four-door. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, you overpaid. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that was the first car. And then I uh, graduated and got my first job, was making real money, and bought a Nissan NX2000. Oh, yeah, remember okay, those? I remember those, yeah, the yeah, T-tops yeah, popped yep. off and the whole thing. Um, so I had fun with that. Yep. That was and the one that uh,
0: had the different hatches you could put on, right? Yes, yes. that was. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. And it had flip-up lights. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but
2: I bought the next version of that. Yeah, okay, so yeah. it had the sort of the round, the super rounded looks. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I bought that, uh, also used uh, at the time, and then that was also my mom's opportunity to say, "Well, if you can buy a little sports car, you can move out of the house now." So, oh. <laughs> so I moved out of the house, and then uh, long story short, ended up moving to Chicago for a few years and sold the car because I didn't need it out there um and then uh fast forward a few more years met my now wife and she had a uh 1993 honda Accord and
1: seafoam green oh I, I know seafoam green
2: four-door tin interior i understand great. why you fell in love with her
1: so,
0: yeah. yeah so yeah. i was like well
2: <laughs> this has got to change so then uh, got uh, change. Uh, i'll keep we, you with the cars out Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she loved that thing and we we kept it um got married She got pregnant, uh, and I was watching the 24-Hour Le Mans, Uh and this is in uh, uh, 2002 now. And they, in the middle of the night, switched the whole back end of the car and then went out and won the race. Who did? Audi did. Oh, Audi did. Okay, So I turned to my wife and I said, I think I need to get an Audi. (laughs) <laughs> and so we went down to the Audi Seattle and started looking and uh, fell in love with the A4 wagon. This
1: is B5? B6. Oh, B6 of one, okay. B6. Okay, yeah.
2: And um, the sales guy was great because he opened the back hatch because he saw my wife, you know, and he goes, You can change the diapers right here. And they'll, you know, <laughs> like, good idea. Um, <laughs> Thank you for selling this. And me. Uh, yeah. so ordered one of those um, and I wanted to get blue. And he said, no, don't get blue. We have a silver one on the boat. You'll be happier with that. So I got the Daytona Gray, and that was my first brand-new car, my first Audi, and I've been hooked on Audis ever since. And I still have that car. Both my kids have driven home to the hospital in it. I got it repainted. I heard you guys talking about uh, Queen City last yeah. week. Yeah, Went out there and had those guys take care of it for me because I had a few dings and bumps. but
1: They do a great job.
2: Got it all smoothed out and just love it. And I don't think I'll ever sell it. Six-speed V6, 3.0. That's so. a
1: great car, yeah, because you didn't want the S4 or the B6. The, the A4 was where it's at. Yeah,
2: yeah. so that started my Audi, my Audi problem and uh I, was, I wouldn't say it's a problem so <laughs> it's turned out pretty well yeah. but
1: what other audis have you had that I means it's a good it's a good backstory so that there. was that
2: a, so that was a that was the first one and uh, have kept that one and then uh my wife got moved out of the honda into a highlander which was okay. great yeah. really practical. really enjoyed that yeah, yeah. yeah. more normal colors yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And we went car. through a couple <laughs> versions <laughs> of that yeah. a couple versions of the highlander and then i got a um I somehow convinced myself and my wife that I needed another car and uh, got an S3. Oh, nice. oh, that's a great car. And, yeah. um, really fun car. Yeah. Loved the size of it, but, you know, it was just great. And um, so I got that, and I brought it home, and my wife turned to me and said, well, why do you, why you get all the new cars? Oh, FOMO. Yeah. So we were fortunate enough to be able to go down, and she picked out a, a Q5. Oh, good one. And loved that and had a great time with that. And then the family was getting bigger and the whole thing. And we just realized we needed, or they were getting, they were getting bigger. They that were getting taller. Not you kept feeding having more yeah. kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> high schoolers, you know. <laughs> you do that. They do that when you feed them. Yeah, exactly. so, yes. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, so moved up to the Q7. And, uh, and then I went to, for work, was at Le Mans and saw the RS3 sort of test mule that they were showing, their show car.
1: That thing's awesome. And I was
2: like, oh, that's, that's cool. And so I just I got on the list at the dealership and I said, and it hadn't been announced that it was going to come. I said, if this thing comes, I want one of those. And Put
0: me on that list that doesn't exist, but I know it exists. That's right. Yes, yeah. that's exactly. Right. I've been on those lists. So Lamont has sold yes, him a lot uh, of cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I
2: got on that list and uh, fortunate enough, and they announced it was coming. I ordered one and did the, um, the Nardo Gray. Mm -hmm. on that and uh love that car um perfect size and the whole thing um but i knew the rs6 was eventually going to come and i love the wagons just the practicality of them and the size and i just love them and uh the rs4 i think would be better just from a size perspective yeah if they had an rs4 avant that would be yeah yeah, my dream car because the rs6 is a little obnoxious but i love it but it's big it's it's quite big. It's perfectly um, obnoxious to me. obnoxious in all the right ways. Absolutely. That's kind it's, of the
1: appeal, though. Same with like the CTS-V wagon. Those full-size wagons that'll yeah. haul ass on the street, and you can just take to the track and really do it. They don't
0: compromise on it. That's yeah. just amazing. Like and I was saying, I don't know how I would ever use this car, like, or every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you wouldn't get me out of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, and so... Um, Got on that list, and then when that got officially announced, I went down to Park Place and consigned the RS3 so I could bank the money before the value dropped on it because the value was starting to do this. And so yeah. put the money in the bank and held on and ordered the RS6, and there we go. And then the, the one other car I forgot to mention was uh, kind of round S3 time. I was looking for an older Avant, so one of the you know, ni- early 90s, late 80s Avant big wagons, Um, and uh, couldn't couldn't find one but tripped upon this 85 coupe oh Uh, Oh, that's a cool car Yeah. and uh, it was a guy back east in uh, Buffalo New York he had it and was basically sitting he wasn't driving it anymore and he was I had sort of the opposite experience that you were mentioning at the top of the show where he was like facetiming me and walked me around the car and started up the car and drove it around the block and the whole thing and It was on Craigslist, and I was convinced that he didn't really know what he had. Um, And I think I underpaid on this one. Um, (laughs) That's good. uh, Fingers crossed. Um, You bought it during the daytime, right? I did. Okay, good. Just checking. But I was a little nervous to do the sight unseen thing for the first time. I think now I might be more comfortable with it, but I was... You know, so I flew out to see it. So my wife said, now, wait a minute, this cheap car is suddenly, there's a flight involved and you spend a night and now you have to ship it home and now you want it. yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he wasn't sure would make the trip without replacing a bunch of the pipes and stuff inside all the tubes. And so I, um, so I flew out to see it and just fell in love with it and, and, um,
0: there, there's a lot Not of love that, for so. Audi. One of my favorite cars that ever has shown up at Exotics, and Dan knows about it, is the is an, an RS Four Avant. And it, the owner who has yeah. it now, I think, has owned it twice. Yes, Dan? it's the second time owning. Like it now. he he uh. he bought it in Texas. It got shipped over to Europe. It came back. He bought it again. Like and it's such a great love story. There's so many good Audi stories of people going. Yeah. You know, I chased this car. I love this car. Like you know, I. I that's yeah. a great one. I was watching them on and they changed the rear end. I need one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had three.
1: I'm working on my fourth. So, yeah. I mean, I yeah, they they just drive great. It's you can't beat them. Yeah. So I can I'm really hoping I find that R8. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I it's bought good a good time
2: to be looking for one.
1: I know that's yeah. that's why I'm looking right now. I'm watching the yeah. prices go. It's it's crazy how much depreciation has hit other cars too, though. Because when you're looking in that market, I'm looking at yeah. uh, the the R8. I've Like 570s keep popping up because McLarens keep teasing me. They're cheaper than R8s now, by the way. You want depreciation. Holy crap. 570s are 120, still under warranty. And yeah, it
0: it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be the it'd be the maintenance that I would worry about. There. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If right. I could yeah, get one of, somebody term. who's
1: got like prepaid prepaid maintenance and warranty in, yeah. I'd be fine. But other than that, no way. Every McLaren I've ever been in breaks eventually in some little way or massive way. If even the, the one they model. gave you was broken, yeah, yeah. the window, and the, roof. <laughs> <And> the window <laughs> yeah. stuff. <works. laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. then NSXs, things like that. Which I actually like the NSX, so, um, but. Yeah, there's the a lot new, of temptation. The new NSX? Yeah, that? I've driven a few of them and they're so controversial, but I love driving them. They're just, they're yeah. so fun to drive because I'm a street driver. So it's like road yeah. trips and things like that. It's comfortable. Yeah. And it's got a decent amount of room in it when you know where to look. So, yeah. More than the R8, even. But, yeah. yeah. And it, I bought a lot of cars sight unseen, though. And exactly like you said, with that Audi, he was, it sounded like he was really up front. It's like, here's everything. And also, it has yeah. some things wrong with it. I'll be honest with you. You shouldn't drive it yeah. back because here's why. Like, that's totally fine because he set the proper expectation. Yeah. Same when I bought my Turbo S, I bought it in Delaware sight unseen like and the guy who but the guy who i bought it from i couldn't be happier with great guy yeah. and he was like here's everything i know about the car here it is up on a lift here's the inside of the wheels here's the it's like anything you think of. here's a full video in high resolution yeah. he's like i don't want to text it to you because it'll compress it and you won't see all the detail i'm like okay and it's like here's one flaw in the x spell here's you know it was like zero surprises i got the car yeah. i was like sweet let's go yeah. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful car yeah so right. yeah
0: like Dan and I, and we've talked about this, you get a little jaded when you've been in the industry and you've seen everything. Yeah. What was the car yes. that right now that, that you've gotten to see throughout your career that we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm sitting here driving it? Or?
2: Oh, that's a great question. And I totally agree with you about being jaded. Yeah. You know, it's tough. It's, like, it's tough. Yeah. To <laughs> be, it, you know, it's like that oh, it's saying a pain about don't, yeah, <laughs> don't meet your heroes, yeah. right? It's that same sort of thing of. Don't drive a I was around yeah, these don't cars. Don't a Countach. Yeah. <laughs> It'll ruin it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> around all these cars all the time, and and you know I got to pinch myself every once in a while. Remind myself how special it is because not everybody gets to see these. Sorts <laughs> yeah, of things. yeah, yeah I understand. You look out the window at yeah. drivers yeah. club yeah. yeah. and be yeah. like, oh, yeah. there's three three, four, eight race cars. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- sit in it, let alone drive it. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. just it's it's a special thing. Um, that's a great question. I would say um, modern era was probably the experience with the Ford GT oh Um, yeah because that was just did you you guys know about it but like the rest of the world like were you guys with ford yeah because that was a surprise we had an outstanding relationship with ford and um they uh, they're my sort of favorite u.s manufacturer from from the standpoint of i feel like they're ahead of the curve on understanding where the market's going yeah and And wanted to be involved in gaming very early and wanting to always, they had always wanted to do more with us. And so our contact over there in the licensing group basically told us, hey, I've got something really special for you. I can't tell you what it is, but when I can, I think it's worthy of, you know, the cover and it's worthy of all these things that we could really do something incredible with this. And so we sort of banked on that and just said, well, we're going to hold him true to his word because he wouldn't say that otherwise. And so there were, at the time, there were still executives within Ford that didn't know the program existed. And so we flew out, I think it was just three or four of us flew out to meet with the team and they walked us through why they were doing it and the history and all of that. And then they took us down to the, the infamous bunker, yeah, design bunker underneath the manufacturing facility. Uh, and it was literally in a, a space... About as big as this room here at Drivers Club, with, uh, up here in the, in the uh, lounge area, it was sort of divided in half where it had the car, the clay box, and then on the other side it just had drawings and stuff up on the wall. And you just rounded the corner, like, oh my god, this is this is a real thing. You're viewing history. Yeah. Alan
0: talked about it a little bit, but, yeah. but I mean it's yeah, it's just that's incredible, crazy. Well, yeah.
2: and then for him it was really awesome because he, you know, we then. The way w- we always worked was we always did that advance work, and then we would bring back to the studio leadership the list of like the top five mm-hmm. that we thought were going to be the hottest, best stuff to consider for the cover car or E3 or whatever it might be. And um, that year, it was there was no contest. It was <laughs> like, yeah, that's <laughs> the one. And so then we start to get them more up to speed on things, and then he got the chance to see it, and you guys have heard the story. I mean, he's just like that i think yeah. i need to get I'm one of those i want yeah. One. yeah i want can, one. I, can yeah. I get on that list yeah. um, and so it, it helped to be able to attach a picture of the cover of the game and his application you know those types of things this is what <laughs> i can do for your marketing <laughs> yeah, yes our, yeah. Yeah. yeah i would so, like one yeah. yeah it's here yeah, yeah. yeah. you're yeah. welcome so that was just <laughs> that was pretty special to see that kind of go full circle too right where yeah. it's just you you see the car in early development stage you're meeting the designers and and listening to them talk about how excited they are about Mm -hmm. this thing and then to see it come to life they had this amazing moment too that that we were a part of where they had uh this was right before uh the north american international auto show nias right where they debuted it in detroit and the day before they debut they brought employees together in an auditorium and show basically did a run of show of what they were going to do to the public and the press the next day and they had employees check phones in when they walked in and, and the president of the company at the time got up and basically said, Hey, we're all family here. I'm trusting you to not tell anybody about this, you know, for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they debuted it and, and shared that news with the, with the employees and just to see the reaction of the employees, you know, just blown away. Imagine. And, uh, it was cool to, that they allowed us in the room for that too, to just see that. And then the next day to see the, The release of it and the world just kind of exploding and so and and we were able to then show it on the cover it was an early mock-up but a cover on the cover of the game at night and talk about all the stuff we were doing together so that was a really special project and um that long answer your question no that that was probably one where it kind of i was like wow this is amazing so we we've talked about how how influential
0: Floors has been in the car world, but and you don't have to use names on this, but have have you ever worked with a car company that just didn't get it, but then when they when they kind of bought on they understood it afterwards, like you know it's like well we don't know because like I know Ferrari was no- notorious for not wanting to be in games and and made it very difficult and, and, and licensing and different companies have been you know and and like I said one of the biggest things is we hadn't seen Porsche in there for a long time when they but yeah. when they came in the game it was huge so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, some of those relationships are based on business deals, right? So yeah. licensing deals and stuff. And that's why Porsche was not in Forza for so long, because they had an exclusive deal with somebody else. Oh, OK. And we knocked at the door every year and they're like, sorry, we're, you know, we want to be thing. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we made a mistake, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> legally we didn't. Yeah. But then, then as we yeah. you know, got to know them and they said, well, we'll let you know you know, when this is over and, and we can open things up and, and nice. we, we'll save something special for you. And that was the the GT2 RS. Um, no, there are definitely some yeah. car companies and you can probably guess who they are that, that don't quite understand it. And then you have others like the McLarens of the world who came to us and said, well, hey, people don't really know that we build road cars. You know, the F1... You know, you gotta really be an enthusiast to know that existed and that was, you know, twenty some years ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago now. And
0: and to be fair, they didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were
2: just starting up with the, the seven twenty and the or the five seventy and the seven twenties and they were just starting that the road car business again. And so then they said, Well, we're gonna build the P one as a draw attention to what we're doing and Yeah. And so that you know, and they wanted to work with us and, you know, you sit back and think about oh, God, what teenager can afford a P1. But then you start to understand like that story I told you about a little, a little later, the kids are selling cars to their parents. The kids are aspiring to own one someday. Yeah. Um, and that brand, um, they just, they get it, you know? Oh and, yeah. And they just, um, did a a great job partnering with us to do a lot of great things.
1: McLarens have quirks, but it's still the greatest car I've ever driven. The 675LT was still the greatest car I've ever driven. And nothing I've driven since has touched it. I've driven faster cars. I've driven cars that do things better and have better options. I've never driven a car with a better chassis that excited me more than a six seventy five LT Spider.
0: Yeah, nothing. They, they took the world by storm with the MP four twelve C, and I mean, and nobody had yeah. really heard of it. In fact, I think one of the first times I heard of it was when they were there was one here. The wireframe, right? No, well, it was wireframe, but no, this was before they were testing the car, and there was a test model that was here in Seattle. They were doing some audio oh, right. testing, yeah, yeah. and they had some fire issues on f- i5 and i mean oh, and yeah. nobody really knew about the car oh, yeah. and like yep. and it, it didn't burn to the ground like a tesla but it was but that was the thing is everybody said there oh yeah they made the f1 and then they they race they race f1 but they don't make cars and that was kind of a big thing and those cars coming out which led on to the, obviously the the 612 and the, sep- the 675 and the five five whatever oh, boy, i can't yeah, even remember now. lose track the 570 the and now
1: the 600 and the 765 well, th- <laughs>
0: but they're very good about p- uh, you know, appeasing their, their customers. Like, I mean, have you seen the Sabre? Oh, yeah. I mean, and the fact yeah. that it's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make, we're, you were talking about FOMO, we're only selling it to the Americans. But, oh, by the way, this we've got this car, but we're only going to sell it to these guys. It's yeah. like, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, McLaren like is incredible. the master
1: of producing a car that is ugly on paper and amazing in person.
2: Oh, I hate yes. it. I hate
1: Everybody it. hated the Senate. You yes. saw it in person, you're like, it's amazing <laughs> in every way.
2: Oh, <laughs> ah. yes, yeah. But when they were pitching us that for the cover. Uh, a lot of the leadership was like, oh, that's an ugly, ugly car." car. And I think it was the colors the they E3, were using. Yeah. They were like, "Whoa, yeah. this yeah. is a yeah. real deal."
1: Yeah, Roy you know? Katz had his here and brought it in, and we took a look at it. And it's yeah. just, it is jaw dropping. And yeah. the sound, and then watching it. Soon you turn on the arrow, everything. You're just like, "Yeah, yeah that's like a childhood dream right Purpose there." Purpose built.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's and then they make it. Then they made the GTR version. Oh, yep. That's <laughs> beautiful right. cars. Beautiful cars. So. Yeah.
1: I was going to ask you on your RS6, um, for those who haven't seen an RS6 in person, we hadn't until tonight, so I'm very thankful to take a look at it. Uh, Much more like the the Urus than I expected on the inside, in in all the good ways. The screen layout, the dash, it's like... The brakes. Yeah, the (laughs) brakes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. those are some of the biggest calipers I've ever seen in my life, and you didn't equip the carbon ceramics, uh, which it doesn't need anyway. But um, what is your favorite feature on the car now that you have it?
2: Okay, oh that's a great question. There's um, so many. There's so <laughs> it's many. just beautiful inside. Well, I, I will say the practical feature I like uh, is being able to adjust the suspension so I can get in my driveway and garage without oh, scraping yeah. the front lip. Yeah. Um, I've never had a car that could do that, you know, just push the button and it goes up and down a little bit enough <laughs> yeah. to get me in yeah um that's a lot of fun and then there's a, there's yeah. a button on the on the steering yeah. wheel that says r s mode and i 'll say that's probably my second favorite thing. <laughs> just push it and it automatically drops everything and turns it, up the revs it and looks so evil going, so
0: i mean when we were, I was coming down the stairs and you had just clicked the button and I watched the sequence of the, what the headlights do and it's', it's oh, something yeah. so simple, but you're just like. Oh, okay. I want that. <laughs> yeah. well, why can't my car do that? Yeah. 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 I took a photo, actually,
1: of the laser warning. If you pop the if you pop the hood, she did for us. You can see more of the engine than I thought, which is nice. It's, yeah. it's tastefully done. It's not like one giant plastic sheet. Yeah. It sounds amazing, but there's a, a laser warning on the headlights because it's got laser headlights. Oh, yes. okay. Audi's always been really ahead of the game, or they have been for, I don't know, since what, 2007, I think, or eight? When did they do the B9? That was when they did the all-LED surround on the headlights. And yeah. they they really knocked it. Everybody does it now. Like, they set the standard for that. Yeah. And they keep doing it because they did the, the, I think the R8, actually, had the laser headlights. Like, that was the first mass production, like, sports car I'd seen with them. And now they, they yeah. really rock. They're really good looking.
2: Yeah, I forget which auto show we were at, but we were in the Audi's booth, and they were showing us the laser lights that were in production. And it was a dark room, and it showed you the distance, you know, how far it could light yeah. ahead. Yeah. And then they were talking to us about the U.S. market, and they weren't sure they were going to be able to bring it here because yeah. of the regulations and everything. And then they finally got these headlights are it. smarter than you. I know See that the stupid <laughs> DOT <laughs> ruins everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. burnout. Really, it's dearer. the police. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, no,
0: not the ones in the audience. No, 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 no. Not, those. Not, those. Not, those. not those. Not those. Not those that could affect my life today. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take our next break. We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again?
2: It's a 66 Ford Bronco.
1: I think you got ripped off. Why is
0: that, honey?
2: It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly.
0: I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button?
1: It's called a window crank.
0: Cool. The faster I
1: move it, the faster it goes down.
0: This moment of escape was created by Haggerty.
1: Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa.
0: Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back from our bathroom break. <laughs> Everybody had to uh rehydrate. <laughs> um so now that you're you, you've you've left Forza. Yes. And you had actually part of your your new gig of you finding what you're gonna do now, uh you had a little fun with the Peterson Museum and, and a local uh what do we say, driving range around here this weekend. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah.
2: That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I uh took decided to take a year off uh from from uh working at Forza and um been a great run absolutely love love the team there love everybody involved in the product uh but it was just time for time for change time for break and uh during that year off uh thought about kind of what what would be next and uh, wanted to stay in automotive ideally and and maybe some interactive you know gaming stuff too and uh just was staying in touch with some of the different folks i'd met through the years and a number of them kept saying well we should do something or can you help us with this and it's nice no, to be I've needed. Had, it, it is. It feels <laughs> yeah. great. And I had to turn a bunch of people down because I was like, no, I'm adamant about this year of just kind of taking it off, but I'll call you in January. And um, lo and behold, one of the folks that we've done some work with in the past, uh, I've stayed in touch with the Peterson Museum, and they're working on this show called Global Garages. Um, and they were coming up to see Steve Rimmer's collection out at Dirtfish. And their uh, host for the show that they had um, couldn't travel because of COVID. He's based down in California and just either didn't want to, or I think they had sort of a staff rule that they didn't want anybody traveling. And so... Uh, he called me, my contact down there called me and said, hey, I know you I know you live up there and I know you've done some stuff on camera and you like cars, so can you go do this thing for us? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no big I was deal. like, Just well, go out twist there. my arm yeah. <laughs> yeah. if yeah. <laughs> I really have to. And so I was fortunate enough to spend a day out at Dirtfish with uh, Steve and his amazing collection of cars. I'd heard about his collection and I'd seen a couple of his cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even he admitted that was the first time they had all, you know, I think he had 12, 15 cars in one room together, uh, for the first time out, dirtfish there in the planer building, and uh, it was a wonderful time, just you know learning more about him and his background, and that's sort of the whole premise of the show is it's not really about the garage physical space. It's really about the collection and, and the owner and why they got into it. And very similar to kind of the format of this show is just learning more about the person and their stories. And so I was fortunate enough to, to be the one pulling that out of Steve for the, throughout the day. And then we ended the day uh, with his son taking me around in the car, uh, <laughs> on the Subarus. Thank you um, for your sacrifice. And that I was tough that. too. Yeah. 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 And the yeah. best was on the, on the radio, They're like, Hey, we need you to come by one more time. You know, we're like, oh gosh, really? Did okay. really you scream less? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really want to get out of this car. Yeah. Um, yeah. James, so is James was, I'm assuming you're yes, right. James, yeah, he's yeah. a heck of a driver. Yeah, had a ton of fun with him and, and learning a little bit more about his background and history too, which was fun. And uh, yeah, super talented kid and drove us around and then got the chance to meet uh, his sister, too, oh, who's yeah. now hot shoeing it, too. And so, yep. got a chance to talk with her and, and uh, learned all about the whole Rimmer family and
1: yeah, a little talent collection. in that collection. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'd been out at Dirtfish, actually. It was pretty funny because we, we were out there. Uh, they invited me and, and I drugged some of the Turn 10 folks out a week before they opened to the public 10 years ago oh, okay. to run through their course as guinea pigs and then give the instructors feedback at the end of the day. Uh, so we had a great time. One of the guys we brought with us didn't know how to drive manual. So mm. they taught him manual on the spot. It's a good way to learn. Them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that was a ton of fun to kind of full circle. And I, of course, been out dirt fish a few times for different events and things, but it was fun to be back out there. And we got lucky with the weather. It was a beautiful day and, Ran into there's Carl the Noakes. Course. our ran yeah. yeah. into Carl. Who thing, yeah, got me fortunate enough introduced to you guys. Yeah, small, yeah. World. yeah. small world. It is a small world, here with in Carl. S- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially here in the in the Great Northwest. And yeah, yeah, yeah I Steve. feel like we're just a couple of degrees away from each other, and now we're now we're connected.
1: We always say there's one degree of car separation. Yes. between people, it's the, in the car world. There's never more than one. They could be yeah. across the globe. I'll know them through one person. It's just yes. how it works. Yeah,
0: I, I, and it, as funny as it is, I met Steve this weekend at the Avance event. Well, we've met him yeah. in passing a lot in passing, but I mean this yeah, was the first never, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And I, I've talked to him a couple of times over the years, but it's uh, yeah, the fir- This was the first time we had a, like a really just got the chance to talk. We to had him. an audience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, <laughs> at the Avance event, actually, he came and stopped by. Of course, it's on his property. Thank God for Steve, and yeah. he's such a nice guy. I'm always oh, so happy guy. when I talk to him because he's he's so humble and low-key, like, if you don't know Steve Rimmer, yeah. or Steve Rimmer, when you talk to him, he's just a nice guy with an accent, you're happy to see.
2: Yes. <laughs> who has got a huge passion for rally, yes. which is awesome. <laughs> because,
1: in doing a huge part to keep the sport alive, he's yes. not just a guy who loves cars and is buying them up. He's giving back more than anybody to rally. Yes. Like Steve Rimmer is WRC at this point. Yes, and helping so.
2: spread the word of it, too, you know, with yeah. their media, what they're doing now that's on the incredible. media side. We've got a We're friend really of ours great.
0: that's a part of that. And, you yeah. Know, yeah. Trevor. Trevor, yeah, and He's been, he's he's been around the world tried to you know film all these events. It's tough for him. So. Yeah, he yeah. has a rough there time. There are yeah. sacrifices. Yep, <laughs> must take. You know, yeah. speak,
1: speaking of uh, James River and kids, uh, you have got two, yes. and um, are they in? The, are they sharing the passion of cars? Where are they at with this? Oh, the disappointment side, yeah. Yeah. man.
2: Yeah, all I, all I will say is, uh, the 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 rims are curb rashed like you won't believe. <sighs>
1: You can solve that with a oh, Raptor, I wheels. found. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's a bigger <laughs> tire profile. Um, okay. So, uh, the, wheel on a curb. That's an expensive they, wheel repair, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, I, I love them to death. They didn't get the bug as oh. much as my nephew. My nephew has the bug. Oh, okay. And he's, he's way into it, which I'm excited about. My kids are not as into it as I had hoped. Um, but they still appreciate it, and every once in a while, they'll let me drag them to a Cars and Coffee or something, or yeah. they'll go down to the shop and have brunch with me and, and let me walk through and look at the cars with them, you know, just to humor me. Entertain you yeah, and humor Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Um, So they, they think it's, you know, weird dad with too many car shirts and won't mm-hmm. stop buying Audis. Uh, so for them, it's a little bit of a joke, but um, they they appreciate it, but I don't think to the same level that I have. Yeah. Let's say it that way. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can beat
0: it into them. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> unfortunately, my wife appreciates it too.
2: Um, yeah, so she's, she's understanding. Yeah. She's your insurance <laughs> is much cheaper. Yes. Yeah. So we, you know, like I, I knew I'd married well when she agreed to honeymoon at Monaco for the F1 race. Now that's a honeymoon. Then, yeah. Wow. That was pretty epic. And then uh, I have a vase of, talking about Hot Wheels, I have a vase of Hot Wheel cars on our, next to our fireplace in the living room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so cool. she allows that to happen. <laughs> Where they should be. Not yes. wine corks. So, yeah. Yes. Hot Wheels. I love it. And that's then like, we have the Monaco track, you know, those 3D yeah, uh, track yeah. cutouts. I've seen the Nürburgring one a lot, yeah. 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 So we have the Monaco one up on, on the wall in the living room. That so explains she's the shirt. allowed that to uh, happen, <laughs> um, which is great. Yeah.
1: So. It, uh, our guest wearing a Monaco shirt. That's a yeah, r- referencing of all the yeah. Monaco.
0: Uh, it, yeah, it's a a the classic event posters. Yeah, the yeah. Event yeah. Posters. all the event yeah. Posters, yeah. posters
2: that I, b- I cool. bought this at uh, at Le Mans when yeah. I was hey, there you last <laughs> time.
0: <laughs> you've got you've done a lot of visits at Le Mans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Well, it's an amazing place. I mean, I, I know that uh, you've got listeners of all all spectrums, but if you ever have the chance. To get to Lasarth and visit Le Mans, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, we have a, a, an so. episode
1: with Andrew Evans, who's raced at Le Mans, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, we a few people we know have raced at Le Mans, actually. Kind of a small world there. Yeah, it's, uh, a, yeah.
2: it's an incredible, absolutely incredible event that uh, I highly encourage you to save save up for and, and go to. Yeah. I, I was fortunate enough to go on business and expense account, but uh, I still was a fanboy and stayed up all night and, you know, the whole thing. And sure. It's just, just amazing. It's amazing. It's the history behind person. it. It's, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: I mean... It's funny because I've never been. Yeah, never been. I know that track <laughs> backwards oh, yeah. and forwards. Oh, yeah. of because of, <laughs> of like yeah. I mean everything. Like yeah. you know. So yeah. especially that back stretch. So it's like yeah, that's 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 the funny part. So yeah.
2: yeah. Well it's absolutely worth the worth the trek out there. It's yeah. it, what's funny about it is having been to a lot of the US tracks is it's so easy to get around the US tracks, but that place is so huge. Mm-hmm you can never really get to all parts of it and parts of it are shut off and closed off to pedestrians and, and, uh, and the public and anyway during the race. But, uh, it's an amazing experience.
1: Yeah. What's your, uh, obtainable dream car that you think is uh, still on your list. Is there anything?
2: Well, I'm, I'm always, always uh,
1: not, not say it's obtainable, but yeah. <laughs>
2: well, I feel extremely <laughs> fortunate to, uh, have the Audi RS six. Um, yeah. And, and that, is is a dream car, has been Oh, a he thinks car. he's leaving here with it. That's interesting. Yeah, exactly. So I would say that, honestly, I kind of have my dream car. Um, but that's uh, great. an yeah. answer you I might not be back. expecting is I would love someday to own the 1977 Black Firebird Trans Am with the Screaming Eagle on the hood, the Bandit. He's bounding down, down. Yeah. Yeah. So someday yeah. I would you're love to. you preaching to the choir. Here. Here. Yeah. 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 I would love to own one of those um, just because such fun memories of that movie. And, and I know they're horrible to drive and horrible to own, but I would just love uh, to uh, have one. You know, not in today's while. resto
1: mod market, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, we've got the technology where we can stiffen the chassis, we can fix the suspension, we can gut that motor and make it something that makes real power. We got yeah. the we can convert the rear end to independent and give it some handling if you want to go that way. We can leave it solid and even get it out of that way. Yeah. Ford has proven you can make it a solid yes. aqua car handle. No,
0: I think he wants one of the new Camaros that have been retroed into that. I think oh. that's what he <laughs> yeah. meant. Yeah. yeah, the new Camaros. I think that was one of the first lines yeah. I ever started quoting. Junior, when I get home, I'm going to punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I mean... Just classic. Oh, uh, like, I mean, as it, much as Burt Reynolds was a, a great guy, the car is the car's a star. Yeah. It's like I always thought, I, I, as a kid, I always wanted that car and I always wanted the Dukes of Hazzard. That's what the, those yes. were the two cars.
1: That well, was know. the era of hero cars. Yeah. Yes. I mean, even in bad and movies, there's hero cars. And, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Well, and I remember being angry going to see Cannonball Run, and I was uh, such a Burt Reynolds fan at the time mm-hmm. to see him drive the ambulance. I was right. so mad. I'm like, why aren't you in a cooler car than the ambulance? I still think that was a but mistake. That was great movie. They Daisy made it
1: work with Dom DeLaWise and the Crazy Doctor. I mean, it was yes. good, but it was like.
0: Daisy uh, Duke was still in a, uh, a coontosh, so I'm good.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that is still the best sounding opening I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like, I, I vividly remember that and play that video occasionally, like a few times a year, because yeah. the sound of a coontosh is yeah. the greatest sound in the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, just,
2: that was a great.
0: great and movie. the worst car to drive, but it's the best <laughs> sound in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's yes. fine if you have small feet and don't want to ever roll the window down. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and want to drive at an angle. Yeah. yeah. It's and a never retrof- back up. Yeah. 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 Never, ever back up. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Retrofitted yeah. with multiple cameras, it's exactly. okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think you're gonna do now? You're on sabbatical, uh you're taking your time. Where where do you wanna go? He's a TV host, he's famous. I know you're well, doing you're doing, doing awesome. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, is there anything out there for you? Yeah, well, what well, do you want
0: to be when you grow up? Well, yeah. <laughs> <Huh?
1: laughs> You've lived a great life so far, so what's what's next? It's
2: been it's been a fun ride. Um Well, I'm, I'm doing some work with Petrolicious, um, Mm. and excited about that. Uh, they've gone through some evolution, let's say. Yes. (laughs) They're Um, under new management. They're under new management (laughs) and going, going now on, on the, on the brighter side of things. Yeah. So there may be some opportunity there to, to do some fun things. Um, and, uh excited to be kind of back into the car stuff again you know i was sort of itchy yeah. this whole year so now getting back to it and he was laughing uh, uh, on, on
0: the break he's like he's like i was going to take a year off had i known it was going to be COVID, i probably wouldn't have done that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 a lot yeah. of
2: should have been with the COVID thing but yeah. you know so it goes but, yeah uh, but yeah so i'm uh, just gonna kind of do my own thing for a while see how that goes and well, taking from there,
1: sure you're going to be fine. I'm actually really interested to see where you go and where you end up because I'm yeah. sure you'll have even more stories. And yeah. I don't know, we're into cars for the people, and we keep eating cool people like you, so it makes this worth it. It's been a ton of
2: fun. Oh well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be on the show after listening for so long. It's fun to uh, fun to be here with you guys. So thanks so much.
0: Yeah. So what do we coming from the Avance world? I think uh, I think the next one is the ex- another Avance off road event on the seventh. Yeah. The seventh, I, I believe, and which is filling up fast. There's two sessions again, which I think I, I don't think they're upping the numbers. I think it's 20 cars per session, which worked really yeah. well. So after the uh, the Avance on the, on the seventh, it looks like there's a GRIOS Motors private tour, um, and that's behind the scenes it's on February 13th, and I don't know. I think it's. F- full, but um, you might want to check the website. That's this is the stuff you're missing out on if you're not a member, though. Dan and I have actually had that tour. part of. well that was part of the, the, the uh, Welcome to Grios package that we got, and it was incredible. It's probably the best part
1: so far. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we are going to work with Grios by the way, speaking of that, uh, to do some stuff down there with yep. this tour. And then the Avance Off-Road Feb- uh, February 20th, and then there's going to be an Avance Off-Road March 20th. So I think they're kind of focusing on the off-road stuff right now. That course is just going to get better and better and better, and it's, you know... As far as COVID goes, they're, they're not taking spectators out there. You can bring you can bring a co-driver, uh, and you can bring you could basically feel your car and come out. But it's just the driver that does the course. But it's a lot of fun. Yep, so. we'll be out
1: there. We'll have product. We'll have giveaways. We mm-hmm. will be there. You'll see.
0: You can't miss us because
1: our tent is tent. super yeah. bright and huge. <laughs> it's, it's a ton of fun though. I, it's it's fun watching people drive the course, especially if they've never done it before because the smiles. Uh, ben had his daughter drive the course Mm. and it was so fun because she'd never done it before. It was her first experience off-roading and she was all smiles the whole way. And it was great to see. And that's, that's kind of my favorite part of that event is people, if you don't, if you're not, if you're new to off-road, I mean, there was a Macan out there, there was a Cayenne out there. You don't have to have some, I mean, yeah, having a little bit of a four wheel drive helps, but, and you're going to get dirty. But those guys are really good at navigating through you through the course. If you're brand new to off-road and want to get into it, you don't have any recovery gear, you're fine. This is the perfect opportunity to just show up, drive, give it a shot, see what you think. You're going to spend some time washing your car. Say hi to our friends at Park Place. Grab some Griot's product
0: from us. We'll help. But (laughs) you're going to get dirty. (laughs) I have to give a special shout-out to somebody that was there this weekend. Um, She actually had a Jeep that she had never taken off-road. This is actually Peter Gleason's wife. Oh, that's um, great. That signed up. Uh, And Peter had strict instructions that he was to sit in the passenger seat and uh, be quiet. And I think he did a pretty good job. And I think she had a great time because she stopped. He got out of the car to talk to me, and she left and did the course a couple more times (laughs) without him. And then she pulled up, and she goes, I'm doing it again. You can get in the car you can stay. And he's like, I'm going to go get in the car. So it was was good to see Uh. Peter out there. Like I said, she'd never she had never driven her jeep uh, really taken it places and i think she had a great time learning how to do it so big yeah. shout out. Yeah. They take you out some
1: real obstacles too. Like there's ways around them if you're not comfortable. You don't have to do the more difficult stuff, but they they don't want you to screw up your vehicle. They want you to have a good time. So sign up. These things always sell out. They're always worth it and everybody has a good time. And we'll bring the heater again.
0: Yeah. And if you know <laughs> if, if you if you want to bring out your off-road car and take Dan and I around for laps, we'll go we'll go for it. That would be fantastic actually. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. You Absolutely. know, i the time. Thank you for showing us your car. Cause that's something we haven't seen. Like again, oh. you talk about being jaded, but I'm like, I haven't seen one yet. And I'm like, Dan, I've seen one on the road and there has been a couple, but I'm like, Yeah, never. I always have a place to be, or I would be like, I'm going to turn around and follow this guy home. (laughs) He'll understand. (laughs) I'm not a weirdo. I just want to see your car.
2: (laughs) If if anyone wants these too many pictures of Audis, you can follow me at Father Flywheel on Instagram.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Beat me to the question. I was going to say Father Flywheel on Instagram. You've got some great stories on there. Some great photos. It's uh, Worth a follow for our listeners. Yeah, thank you. Well, for this uh, this
0: episode of RCS, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there, enjoy the drive.